UFOs, astral projections, mental telepathy, ESP, clairvoyance, spirit photography, telekinetic movement, full trance mediums, the Loch Ness Monster, and the theory of Atlantis. Uh, if there's a steady paycheck in it, I'll believe anything you say. Not in my movie. pumpkin pecan waffle three wet candle that costs $24.99 at Bath and Body Works. Welcome back to Reflections of Fear. My name is David. I'm Allison. I'm Bryce. <laughs> and I'm Chris. It's been a while. It has been a while. It has been. It's been a while I for mean, us. Yeah, not for the podcast. Oh, it's been a while for the podcast. It's been like too. a whole month for us. It's probably been a month for the podcast <laughs> too. Has. Yeah, but isn't there an episode before this? No. Welcome I back. Don't know. It's been a while. <laughs> and today we have a special guest. The most special guest. Yes. Yeah. The one who did our artwork that you see all the time. Our but, number one fan. Yes. It's the best. It's Billy. Hey. Oh my gosh. Hi. Why didn't you let them introduce themselves? <laughs> it's me, Billy, just like David said. <laughs> I'm so shocked. I wouldn't have known. <laughs> Hi, I'm excited to be here. A longtime listener. Long-time fan. Long-time listener. You have been on our show before, though. You have? Yeah. Uh-huh. You're on the Jack. Oh, yeah, it was. I called yeah. That doesn't count. Everyone that was on that counts. show. That wasn't like They a... were the only one to send in something, so. <laughs> I mean, I sent in something. Well, we had to. <laughs> it's not a legal requirement. Y'all said, it's in the contract. hey, you want to send anything about Jack? And I said, no, but I'll do it. <laughs> and then it was just, yay, Jack's back again. I'm a bit more excited now. Anyway, we're not talking about Jack today. Um, this is their first official. This is they're finally here as our special guest. Yes. They're not just yes. a phone call because no one else would send any. And we're very excited. And we're going to be talking about something that I legally put in my reflections of your contract when I signed it. Miss America herself, Miss United States herself, from Miss Congeniality, Elsa Strict. <laughs> Miss Tara Cruentis herself. Yeah, Miss Tara Cruentis herself. Um, Miss Carrie. Uh, Miss Carrie, you. Ohio. <laughs> miss everything yeah, really everything, everything comes back to the storyteller yeah. if you haven't heard that before welcome back to the podcast <laughs> that when we one day t- we'll actually make <laughs> so we have already recorded a f- special history schuster files of elsa strict aka mm-hmm. the storyteller and we're just going to give you a little like background a little sneak peek a little taste if you will on why we like her so much and why we think all of the hate that she gets is stupid we <laughs> is a large Bryce likes to do this thing where he's like, I don't hate any icon. I hate when people hate on them. I don't hate any icon. And then you talk about you like Storyteller, and he's like, that's a bit of a stretch. I don't know about we. Well, he's like, I love her. We love her so much. Like, I like her. I asked you on Twitter, are you ready to go to war for Storyteller? And you said, when did I say I wasn't? So now you have to. Poor David. But that doesn't mean I have to love her. No, we love her in this We love her in this podcast. (laughs) It's that's part of the contract. <laughs> Y'all could have seen me and Chris just stare at each other. <laughs> we, we I had to talk about house. Jack the Clown so Chris could do a little acting and fanboying. 
Um, so we love Storyteller. So yeah, we're just going to talk Yay. kind of behind the scenes of the episode before we do it. Uh, give David time to geek out about his Storyteller icon. Um, we'll probably go back and do Mary and Jack for Chris and Allison. Um, Mary's for Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you know I love a good Jack the Clown. I love the song like Jack. <laughs> so much. Uh, but yeah. Well, I just want to say, starting off, Schuster Files is kind of like our hist- our take on a history episode for each of the icons. And going through it, you know, Storyteller has appeared in a lot more houses than I think people give her credit for. She they don't ha- give her credit for any house. They don't give her credit for anything, honestly. But she has been in her own house, Dungeon of Terror Retold, at 16. And during 15, she appeared in Where Evil Hides. It wasn't her official house. She was kind of thrown in there last minute, but... What are you going to do? She was just vibing. She was vibing in the attic. You going to count that against her? Is that the one that's like based off the commercial? It's just really weird. Yes. Ugh. It's just a... Where you had to walk up a whole separate set of stairs. Yeah. Or you could, like the, you could go to the downstairs. What are you talking what? about? <laughs> it looks like a bad blow-up doll in Nell's. I don't know what he's talking Anyways. about. Anyways. <laughs> I was going to talk about how it was funny that you could go into the attic. Or you can go to the attic on the floor if you couldn't go upstairs. True. They would never get away with that now because Fair we enough. don't like stairs. She has also appeared in the anniversary houses at 20 and 25. And then she has had, oh, then she was also appeared in, because all the icons had like not official houses during 20, but kind of appeared in separate houses in 20. She appeared in Legendary Truth, the Wind Out Estate a couple of times. She was on the monitor before you go in the house, like the infrared um, thermal scanner outside of the house and she also had a doubles pepper's ghost effect in the house and then she has had cameo appearances in dead silence and um oh my god what's the the house um, ghost town ghost town yeah that one curse of lightning gold basically any portrait of an old woman you see in the houses it's the storyteller story. <laughs> it's true so i think outside of that i i mean that's a lot of houses well and then she gets her whole short film very that 2016 she had a 2006 whole, t- sorry yeah sweet 16. sweet 16 she had a whole at i mean all the icons had a little vignette inside of like a 15 minute movie i think everybody should youtube it it's actually very good and i think like uh, the storytellers is probably the creepiest segment which yet. it was only four of them though which four was it huh oh sorry i forget sweet 16. eddie is the only one that wasn't yeah sweet 16 ha. he, but he was in the house and was Just really kidding. creepy. I love Eddie. I love Eddie. Don't worry. <laughs> he had a house. Bryce is about to get got. We're no, all going to jump no, no. him. By the <laughs> you can't hear Billy, but they were ready to start yeah. some shit. If I don't um, show up on the next episode. I'm sorry. Definitely. But like, I, I think if you guys watch that movie and you watch the storyteller sequence, I think she would get a lot more street cut because she is very creepy in that scene. And if you haven't watched it, that's your homework because yep. you'll need to know it for the next episode. She literally wills the guy to chop off his own arm. Basically. Not even just chop it off. Shred it. Yeah. It's not like he took a knife and cut it. Like he stuck his hand in a garbage, garbage and turned it on. Yeah. Like he got got by that woman. In a lightning. He could have been electrocuted while he got chopped up yeah that would be a scary. horrible way to die yeah let me tell you why i love her so much because when my little gay 11 year old ass went to sweet 16 for the first time i find it hard to believe david was ever like a child i feel like he was <laughs> born at 25 <laughs> <laughs> um i went my first year of sweet 16 i was 11 and the marketing leading up to Halloween hornets it was i mean the four of them were plastered all over orlando and they were all together, which I thought was kind of cool. Like, They're especially, besties. yeah, especially looking back when Jack gets all of the street cut. But back then, like, it was like pretty equal. Like, everybody shared the spotlight. 
um, storyteller is so different than the other three guys that she appeared with. She is a woman. She's much older. I mean, aside from the caretaker, but she, even that, like she appears much older than the caretaker in media. And I don't know, like I just clung to that. I thought that was very like different. She also has a nice voice. She does have a nice voice. So the old people are winning here. That's two for two. And I don't know. I just think like I didn't know anything about 2005. I didn't know anything about that whole marketing debacle. But what I think everybody needs to realize is that icons, whether they are made by creative or made by marketing first, icons are first and foremost a marketing tool by the event to get tickets sold. So did their job they made an icon that obviously got a lot of people into the event what's scarier than an old woman telling you a bedtime story and then murdering you right that commercial is one of the scariest commercials that they've ever done i don't think i mean it's my favorite commercial i've ever seen i know that's not an opinion shared by everybody but it's definitely one of the creepiest commercials i mean we did our top five ten commercials top five it wasn't i don't think it was on my list but it was really good like, there were other ones that were just wacky that I added, but... True. Storytellers never had a bad commercial. Right. And what I think we need to, like, know is that they're all marketing tools. That's what they're made for. And marketing takes what they want and does what they want with all the icons, regardless of what creative thinks. I mean, even if you look at, like, the director wouldn't have worked without being the marketing icon. Like, he wouldn't have just worked as an icon. Right. And some icons like market themselves better than others. Like, I mean, director, I mean, it's a movie based park. It, right. Mar- it markets itself. Yeah. Clowns. But like just seeing him in the like seeing him on film is cool because it's like, oh, he's a director. He's doing this. But seeing him in the park is just like, OK, there's a guy with a camera. Right. Or even like Jack, who is completely different than when he started. Like He was the cute little clown that I killed think... kids. And now he's like really scary and likes rock music for some reason. Usher who is, doesn't? Usher is really the only one that marketing and creative pretty much lined up together with he's just the theater kid that works in a movie theater very that that. he's a stage and film stan (laughs) he really is one of those people he is but yeah i just think we need to be kinder to marketing in general just because marketing came up with the storyteller creative has run with her ever since creative has taken her and turned her into a demon and yeah that was confirmed by a glass honestly that was probably merchandise. Yeah. That might not have even been creative. That could have been <laughs> merchandise. True. That who knows? But one of these I want to say one of these days they'll understand that they're different departments, but probably right. not. So you, you like I said, you guys have to understand that marketing creative are two different departments, two different creative teams. Like it's a big company. Even that, I think like tribute store is done by visual merchandising. I don't right. think that's like marquee event stuff. So so things are gonna be different amongst no matter how cohesive your company or your departments are, like there's going to be some differences in between them. So yeah, like I said, icons are first and foremost marketing tools. Whether they're created by creative or not, they are marketing tools. And I think we all need to get that through our little thick skulls. (laughs) Also, on that note though, Storyteller and Terra Queen never interact and don't take anything away from each other. Exactly. Like Terra Corentis is an alternate reality that's literally... Not even in Elsa's timeline. She just talks about it. A lot of like the hate that Storyteller gets is she took away from Terra Queen. And it's like, okay, Terra Queen said she was going to come back in 15 years. Why would they bring her back the very next year? But do y'all think in 2005, they really would have gotten away with marketing? Like this tree lady rides a motorcycle and kills people. I don't know if anyone was ready for that. That's a lot of, 
But if you're like, here's this old woman that tells stories that kill people, that's I can understand that. My my monkey brain or lizard brain or whatever it is, smooth brain, all of them. Uh, it's like, yes, old people spooky. Yes, old people spooky. If if you know anything about storyteller, old people spooky. But if I looked at Tara Queen, I'd be like, I don't know what's going on. I have a lot of questions. Is, is it a crown? Is it hair? Is she just part tree? Tree woman, bad. Why does her motorcycle good. have like a dog or cow thing? I don't that there's just too many questions very 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 there's a lot of plot to go through but i love tara queen i really do and you can love them both you don't have to hate on one just because they're different it's definitely like storyteller works better i mean she works as an event icon now but as marketing and tara doesn't really work as marketing but she works great as like an the whole plot being centered around the same story was really cool and no one i don't that's the one thing i don't understand with all the storyteller hate is that whole event was about tara there exactly. Was, there was never a moment where like she wasn't the main thing. Like people come because they're like, oh, this creepy story is happening. And that's as far as storyteller goes. And exactly. she did great. She did a great job sitting in her yep. attic, they reading her book. They don't take away from each other at all. Yeah. So. They would not be able to merge those two in the event together. I don't think that would have worked because it would have been really weird to have like this little old woman in the middle of like this hellfire demon cantina <laughs> or like these terror minds with knuckle grunts. Like I think it would be really funny. Elsa in like a little biker vest. I kind of want to see it. Yeah, I think, I mean, Elsa's a little wild woman. She could do it. Hey, I bet Elsa gets down at biker bars. Yeah, she actually uh, <laughs> outdrinks all the demons. I mean, she is a demon, so she would fit in the demon cantina. Elsa, new headcanon, is the partier <laughs> of the icons. She, like, definitely has wine mom and vodka and energy. She's that, like, friends kind of chill, but if she gets, like, one drink in her... Oh, it's over. We're just talking about David. <laughs> yeah. We already had this As conversation earlier. earlier. Yeah. Um, everyone's yeah. favorite icon. Everyone's is favorite icon is them. Yeah. Bryce is the one that thinks he's in charge of everyone, but he's not. Um, That's rude. <laughs> wow, there's more to fear in me than that. Bryce babysits us, but we yeah. don't pay attention or listen. Chris, I, how are you, like Jack? Um, uh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Chris would kill kids. Chris like Jack. I hate kids. children. Yeah. <laughs> Loves chance. Yeah. Loves chance. <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Huh? I don't like I don't think we, we need another podcast episode for Anyways, that. Uh, David loves a good story. Loves yes. talking. Loves tea. Uh, loves tea. Loves Perkins. Shout out. Lo- Shout out, Loves Perkins. Perkins is great. I have just tried to become Marigan at this point. So, you know, there's that. And Billy is Billy, very Eddie, yeah. but why? What's your favorite? Is Eddie your favorite icon? It's a toss-up between uh, my husband, Eddie, and my wife, Lady Luck. Um, That's very fair. To you. Uh, how am I like them? I cut my hair like Eddie. So, <laughs> yes. no, no, I'm the only just, Eddie here. Just a kin. Kin's Eddie. <laughs> no. Loves a good slasher film. True, um, true. Hates I, siblings. <laughs> I don't know if you hate your siblings, but I love my siblings. That's good. That was a very like <laughs> I winked. I don't know why I winked. Yeah, audio I, I love my siblings. No, I love my siblings more than Eddie probably loves Jack. But well, no. I mean, I feel like they like each other. What a hard well. brother to love. You know, <laughs> living in Jack's shadow. Lady um, Luck, um, Billy loves turning into posters. I love turning anything. I into love shape shifting into war posters all the time. <laughs> yeah. Our next art is just going to be Billy as the like sign up to kill people oh God, poster. 
Yeah, I love killing men. Sorry, guys. See, who does it? Same. Maybe Chris, but other than that, yeah. I think Chris can even. He's he knows he's safe. He's for not now. in the elimination for, yeah. for this round. <laughs> he's fine. But uh, until we yeah. decide to become a fully gay podcast, fully queer podcast. <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But we can't do that because who's going to edit the podcast? Mm-hmm, we'll just send it to him. He does more work. He's barely credited anyway. Chris is not going anywhere. No, he gets to sit right here and listen to us all make yeah. fun of him for being so straight. So, what do you? How do you feel about storyteller? How do I feel? What's about your storyteller? vibes about storyteller? Okay, honestly, I didn't know a lot about storyteller. My friend is coming to the event for the first time this year so i was doing a lot of research to explain all the icons to him and oh so she does have backstory unlike everyone on twitter thing backstory and it's very crazy she's a wild child she she's had a very full life correct me if i'm wrong but she just swallowed a demon hole or something i'm pretty sure it tried killing her and she was like um (laughs) i don't think so and eats it same as Howl yeah. from Howl's Moving Castle. Yeah. Just... So I love wow. that for her. It's yeah. actually more interesting. Okay. The opinions that I hold are not held by a uh, reflection of fear podcast, but I am very vocally <laughs> not a fan of director. I think director oh, is boring. Oh, hell yeah. I hate that <laughs> yeah, guy. I think the director is boring, but he's one of the most popular icons, and I don't know why. Y'all love an e-boy and a greasy <laughs> white man. There's all these, all this love for him, but then storytellers over here with such an interesting story when the director's got nothing we interesting about him. We said it multiple him. times, but a uh, director make movie and get hired by Universal, and then Ooh, they never leaves. Murder people. He moves yeah. in, he kills some people. They haven't been able to get him out since. <laughs> He's just a uh, At this point, I'm away. convinced he lives in the attic of the tribute store. <laughs> he's the little like ghost you see flash across the thing. Just, <laughs> yeah. He's a ghost. He's planning on making his next movie or something. Oh, my God. I don't know what I'm talking about. I hope anyway. him and Usher team up for something. That'd be fun. Usher doesn't deserve that. Yeah. <laughs> he only likes good movies. Oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> No, but we we love storyteller in this house. I think I've heard this before. I can't remember where I've heard it, but like people love stories, whether they're fairy tales or whether wink wink not not they're campfire stories. But we we all love. We wouldn't know anything about that we here. Wouldn't know no. about that. But listeners would be like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" <laughs> soon soon enough, you will know. But we know less than you do, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, stories are how, you know, we communicate creatively. And I think that makes her interesting because you can basically change your entire way of thinking with a good story. So I think that makes her interesting. And you can basically incorporate her into anything because the whole event is basically a story being told. And who knows, maybe one day they'll come out and say a storyteller was behind it all. She is a demon. She is otherworldly. So, hey, I mean, she's the only one confirmed to be a demon. The rest of them are like, Jack might be dead. He might be not. Eddie's been alive for like 200 years. We're not going to explain that. We don't know about Chance. We don't know what's going on with her. And truly, she must be doing good on the surveys, exit surveys, if she keeps coming back. I don't. Because I really don't know what's going on anymore. (laughs) I. I'm so done with fear at this point. <laughs> fear uh, hasn't come back. 
he's what is he not in the event don't be salty that yours is redacted from the event. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a whole other story we know i'm salty um, beer lady luck and usher have all gotten and chance. not good things and this year and chance it's crazy chance has gotten pins and everything this year it's crazy to me yeah it's crazy to me that usher who was part of like the a major story of it was 20. a much better story than director but yeah. like they have this year they have basically done away with the usher and i don't know why but it's weird it's because it out of weird. the, I mean, obviously Jack's not going to do it, but out of the other four, Usher's the one you would expect to do the best because he's the most interesting. And people love yeah. the Usher. Oh, absolutely. So yeah. I don't understand why they've put him kind of on the back burner this year. It's kind of weird. And it's such an easy way to just be like, we don't know what to do. Let's do movies. Right. And then he's right they've there. They've really thrown Caretaker and Storyteller to the front, which is interesting. Yeah. I mean, if you look. Because they hate them. If Like, Universal <laughs> hates Caretaker and Storyteller, but they put them on everything. If, if you, like, they look sell, at. If you look at all the stuff that the icons are a part of, they always mention three icons. They always mention Jack, Caretaker, and Storyteller on every single piece of icons. They're the oldest has, ones. Yeah, that has showed up on. Jack is very old. Yeah. So, that so was Eddie, apparently. That's interesting. So is Caretaker. Because he's been alive for how long? I think Jack and Eddie are older than he is. At this rate, I think Cindy's immortal for some reason. I don't know why. She's been a child for forever, it seems like. They don't explain anything. No, they don't, they don't need to at this point. There's no <laughs> ages. There's no timelines in this. They're just like, mm, 1888 even... works for like Jack and Eddie, and then we'll just forget <laughs> that anything ever happened. They can't even keep up with their own canon, and you expect them to keep up with ages. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I know it's been thirty years, but there's know. a lot of redacted in this event now. V- very much so. Caretaker being redacted from the tribute stuff. Oh my god! <laughs> and then being the most featured, like vinyl figure and pin. And I, yeah. Yes, I have gotten Caretaker Even five times. I'm last year when they had the blind bag, he wasn't like the most because there was a good selection. But like him and Fear and what story t- or director. Like yeah. the three most pins you would get. What a weird thing to replace fear with Tara. She's in the scare zone. She has nothing to do. She's not even technically an official icon. Sorry no. to tell everybody that. But, but not even not. just replacing fear with Tara. Replacing Usher. Usher with Chance. But Chance people were mad about Chance not being on there. So. Yeah, but. He went to, and they were mad about Tara. So Fear's we lost not a main fear icon. and Usher. So you could have Fear's put... a main icon. <laughs> don't he's, even he's not the big five is what Fear, i'm saying he's not a main character he's not a main character <laughs> he's the uncle y'all don't put daisy in your big five do you hmm? for disney daisy y'all really leave daisy disney out too, don't you? She's, she's not the she's not part of the big five she's not i couldn't even no, tell you who the not. big but five some people disney push are. pluto out and put her in then she's the chance <laughs> It seems like they're they're taking out Usher and putting Chance in. It's, it yes. seems like yeah. that's what they're trying to do, which is odd to me. Yeah. But then we threw Just in Tara for no put reason. Put her instead of fear and keep Usher. Or why can't they all just live happily ever after like together? Why can't we just have them all on their shirt? Make everyone happy. <laughs> I have no idea. Except for including Yeah, this including Dr. Redacted. Dr. Redacted. Okay. I forgot what this episode was about already. I don't know. It's a short one. We just wanted to talk yeah, about the storyteller story for a little bit. It's just mostly behind yeah. the scenes. Did we talk about ageism? Age, is that the word? Ageism? I know Billy has a lot of things to say about this. No, but let's talk about it. Yeah. Can, so <laughs> not even like, 
Is it just that Elsa is like one of the oldest looking? Even the rest of them, Tara Queen and Lady Luck are not that young. Right. Well, you mentioned earlier um, before we were recording about how people like to, the image that people have in their minds is a lot younger than what they actually are. Or when people draw them, they draw them a lot younger than they are. And that's yeah, just not the case. Which <laughs> <laughs> we all agreed on this already. Lady Luck is a MILF. And we're losing on like grade A MILF material because they think she's like this pretty young casino worker. No, she's like 40. She looks great. We love her. All the characters are really young. But here's one I forgot about. Charlie McPherson is not young. And I didn't find out until I was like researching Mary for like the 80th time in my life. Because everyone draws him like he's like 20. And Boris is always drawn really young. Uh, if you didn't know, Charlie McPherson is the photographer from Dead Exposure. If you don't know at this point, like that's <laughs> embarrassing. But um, don't listen to our first shoes surprise. <laughs> oh, it was, it was even than that. Yes, I don't remember. But yeah, a lot of the that was irrelevant. But especially the women, everyone thinks they're younger than they are, and then they take it out on Storyteller, who isn't like she's old, but there's old icons there's too. There's a purpose for her to be old because one, yeah, that's just creepy and old woman, and two, she's an ancient demon so right <laughs> which chance is probably the youngest female icon at this point yeah i don't know if doctor redacted counts cindy no one cares about cindy she never counts on any of this <laughs> all the cindy stands are gonna <laughs> come and it's not even us, like you know? i hate cindy but that's a whole other topic people make things uncomfortable like our tinder episode everyone would make it and then be like but not cindy because she's a minor but it was just weird everyone always adds cindy to things she doesn't need to be part of yes she's a tiny child we know she's young this is specifically aging down female icons for no reason. See. So like Dr. Redacted and uh, Chance are the I younger ones. So I yeah, it's just weird. And if you look at don't... any picture of Lady Luck from marketing, she's not young. But the characters are. Do you have anything to say? I don't know. We're talking about anything to say. aging yes. icons aging. down for oh, no reason. Yeah. Um. Well, I've just got an opinion as as an artist in the Halloween Horror Nights fandom. Oh, I hate using that word. Um, None of us are fans of Horror Nights. At this we point. all hate Horror Nights. That's over here. <laughs> um, it's like I, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, for real. No, everyone. No one stops complaining. It is like Star Wars. Um, I just think it, there's so much potential as an artist to create diverse characters, and like even though the characters. Let's be real. A lot of the characters, not okay. All of the characters all are white. All white people. <laughs> They're all white people. Um, and don't try to be like, oh, the Bayou Queen or whatever. No, no, you're only you're gonna fight her. for her when we're not talking about white people. Or <laughs> yeah, no. But as an artist, you have, or I believe, as an artist, you have a responsibility to diversify characters if you want. Um, no, I love drawing Lady Luck as with wrinkles, as you've seen on the Tinder episode. Uh, photo that i did she's got so she's got wrinkles she's beautiful and people who are older can still be beautiful hello milves dilves out there yeah i'm talking to you chris thinks he's a beautiful old man chris you are a beautiful <laughs> old yeah, man yeah. <laughs> but i just think that uh there's already so many young characters that exist who are obviously played by like 20 year olds because that's what most of the acting pool is you can draw those characters young because they are young. Um, you can also draw them old if you want. You can draw them in different body types because 
I'm going to be the first person to say it. We don't have a lot of diverse body types in the Halloween Horror Nights character. And they get skinnier every year. Mm -hmm. They get skinnier every year. Yeah. Yeah. Stop skinnifying Chance and Jack. They're not skinny. Yeah. Yeah. They've got. Or Eddie. Yeah. Just any of them, really. Eddie is shaped like a fridge. Eddie is fridge shaped. I agree. I've. Shout out to Phineas and Ferb fans out there. (laughs) There's the one quote from Phineas and Ferb where the grandpa goes, he's bigger than a refrigerator, but smaller than a really big refrigerator. And that's how I see Eddie Schmidt and anyone else who sees differently. You're wrong. Uh, One more thing I wanted to add. You guys were talking earlier and I was distracted staring longingly at Allison. It's about the, uh, you guys, you guys, Horror Nights fans, you feel this weird need to fight between Storyteller and Terra Queen. And honestly, we don't need to make, we don't need to compare women. They're best friends. I say this all the time. They go to the Demon Cantina together. Terra Queen is the Storyteller's OC. And I don't know why you guys are like fighting, making them fight. They're both great. They've both got their own points. Our headcanon that she is Terra Queen, it's actually like, that's just that's how she projects herself in her own universe. <laughs> Tara is both her own person and storyteller inserted into the Tara world. But yeah, they both that. got their own values, guys. You don't need to It's it's 2021. Stop making women fight against each other. They're both good. Also, this goes back to like the the age thing. I think it's really interesting that a lot of our characters that can shapeshift mainly Lady Luck and uh, storyteller, can she shapeshift? That's her head cannon. I don't know. I'm assuming she can. Um, but they have the choice to be younger, and Elsa can literally just tell a story and turn into whatever she wants or make it whatever she wants. She's always chosen to be old, and Lady Luck can be anything she wants, literally, and she does not try to be any younger than she is. She's an old poster, too. So yeah, I'm a big fan of demons that choose to be however old they want to be. I think it's really neat. Very that. We love Storyteller in this house. Please respect her. She deserves it. She commands it, actually. And she's a demon. So if you don't respect her, she can kill you. Yeah, possess you. Possess you, (laughs) make you put your hand in the garbage disposal. Yeah, all sorts of things. Haunt your house. Yeah, all sorts. Anyways, I guess that wraps it up here for Storyteller. Keep an eye out for Schuster Files, also Strict Edition. Um... That's coming out sometime in October for my birthday. Billy, okay. where can we find you? Um, you can find me uh, at SlasherVillain on Twitter or at Skuxy on Instagram, which is S-K-U-X-I-E. And you can find me at OhMercyMe on Redbubble. That's my store. Uh, that's just the letter O and then Mercy and me, no spaces. I know it's confusing that I have three different usernames, but... You know, I've got multiple brands. I got a drug juggle, I guess. Can we just say how iconic it is that they chose slasher villain as their thing? Because you can't talk about any horror movie slasher villain without thinking of Billy at this point. So, and that's part of the Eddie Kinning. So here we are, <laughs> back to square one. We love uh, a versatile icon with multiple names. Yeah. Uh, you can find me, David, at Hot for Creature. That's H O T, the number four C R E H U R E. Slower now. That's H. Oh God. Oh Jesus Christ. T. <laughs> The number four, C-R-E-A-T-U-R-E. As always, you can find me at Depths of Allison on Twitter. Depths of Fear is still the best house ever. And you can fight me on that if you feel like it. Okay. 
<laughs> you don't get a chance. I have to stand storyteller. You have to stand up of here. Okay, fair enough. Anyways. And you can find me at Buck Sawyer 29. That's B-U-C-K-S-A-W-Y-E-R, the number 29. Chris really wants interaction but refuses to tweet. So someone just like boost his ego a little. He just wants it to be loved. It doesn't take much. You could literally be like, wow, Chris exists. And he's like, oh, my God. <laughs> at me. Um, if you want to chat with me, I'm at Door Yeti. I'm not spelling it out for you. If you don't know how to spell Door or Yeti, that's on you. Oops. I forgot um, after all these weeks. <laughs> and if you want to chat with almost any of us, you can contact us at Reflect Fear Pod. And I'll make sure it gets to the other three. That's really if you want to text Bryce and then the rest of us will hear it. <laughs> but if you want to find us on Instagram, I'm handing it over to Allison. That is also Reflect Fear Pod. It'll be uh, only videos of David at this point. <laughs> oh my God. We're just going to become the Crypt TV TikTok of Instagram. Oh, I could never stand up to the homoerotic look-see videos that they post or like pretty great. the Birch supporting trans rights. She... They're too cool for me. Yeah. So anyhow. But I am besties with the Crypt TV Twitter, so it's fine. Wow, good for you. Yeah, I don't know why. Well, uh, look under the bed, check the closet, and say her name three times. Goodbye. child you seem so afraid you know what i find that soothes a scared soul a good story and i have the perfect one once upon a time